What's going on, guys? Before we get started, I just wanted to give a little intro here. Um, this was recorded at the end of March. A uh, few months have gone by, a lot going on. Uh, it is now beginning of July, and just wanted to put a little time frame to it. So it is now July. This was recorded back at the end of March. Uh, Chris and I are really excited to get these podcasts rolling more often. So here you go. Welcome to the Brothers and Beards podcast, featuring Chris Bonham and Jackson Bowden. Alrighty, welcome to episode two of the Brothers and Beards podcast. Jackson here, alongside me is Chris, and got some good stuff in store for you today. We're pretty excited. Yeah, no, it's been really exciting. Uh, I guess it's been four weeks. That's our first episode. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, we wanted to do one, one, one every month. Once again, we are in the recording studio in uh, Chris's basement. Pretty nice little gig, a little room here, got a plastic table and chairs, <laughs> so we're ready to go. The, the beginning of stages. <laughs> got some good man caves uh, in the future we're excited about. Well, we've got a couple, uh, got a good one in store for today. I'm pretty excited about it. I uh, want to just, one, talk about our lives, and then talk about a little bit about cars and trucks, and what we love about them. Uh, it is now the beginning of April, almost mid-April. Mid-April, warming up. Finally. Today was the first day in, so it's been the warmest day of the year, for me at least, being yep. up there. It was about, what was it, 60? 60, 60? Yeah, 68. Gorgeous day. Uh-huh. Outside, throwing the football. Just finally breaking a sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Love it. Longest winter of our lives. Yeah. It was nuts. I actually saw on Instagram the other day, uh, there was a cabin up. It was up above Bountiful, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's a three-story cabin and all you really could see was the peak of the roof and they were going in snow level. They were going in the window. Did you, have you seen this reel? Yeah. And they go three stories down. It's like 25 feet deep. Oh, my gosh. And I'm oh, crazy. Yes. And I'm that, that's when I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to have a cabin. But think of all the cabins that had damages. Oh, insane. Like, that's so much money. Oh, I can't imagine. And now all the flash floods. It's going to be nuts. Yeah. I went snowmobiling. I don't even remember the day. January sometime. Mm-hmm. And I it was the deepest I've ever seen snow in my entire life. And those same spots, there's another literally six to ten feet on top of that. Oh, my gosh. It's just outrageous. It, like, it's super fun, but digging constantly digging out <laughs> is like, why am I doing this? And then you have like 30 minutes of fun and yeah. then an hour of digging out. Yeah, we really need to go next year, putting it on the list <laughs> to go snowmobiling. Uh, in my life, I had a pretty exciting, I talked a little bit about it last episode, but I had my baby boy, baby boy number two. Uh, we named him Chip. He is just a cute little fella. He was a little early, uh, so he came in about six pounds. But, man, just have another kid. I do have to give props to my wife, though, because she's up with him all night, basically, and she lets me sleep. Very grateful there. And I'm back to work and finally back in the swing of things. I didn't work out, though, for about two weeks. Biggest mistake of my life. Yeah. Because I'm literally 100% back out of shape, which is horrible mm-hmm. and now I breathe really hard and sweat anytime I even want to just do anything. So it sucks. Well, that's what happened. I mean, 
we had a baby too this winter and it, but it was at the very beginning of winter and then it was the eight weeks we refer to it as the eight weeks of hell but i had my four weeks of hell at work because we do so much business before black friday and then it was uh two kids ended up in the hospital and then i got double ear infection one ear ear ruptured couldn't hear anything on christmas day and that whole time i didn't work out i lost all my form i lost everything i'm like this is like seven years down the drain <laughs> like the most i missed was like maybe 10 days and now i'm like i need to get an instructor in my gym like it's, it's just i lost all my form on my my olympic lifting I'm in a bad spot because we went from uh, working on Olympic lifts, then we did a, sh a cardio block, which made me lose a lot of my mobility. Mm -hmm. My lungs got really strong, which they'd never been like that, but I lost all my mobility. And then I went to, I actually did two weeks. I didn't work out for two weeks uh, beginning of December. Guys had some ski trips and stuff. Mm -hmm. Couldn't make it to the gym. Then I worked out for like two weeks and then I was off for another two weeks. So now my mobility shot and my lungs are shot and started from square one again. I remember you showing me your wrist mobility was shot. And I'm like, dude, you can't even bend them back. It's horrible. <laughs> it's it's all back again, which really, really sucks. Uh, what else going on in life? Well, it's warming up. So, I mean, that's a positive. You're going to get your mud season. Because you're up in the farm country. Oh, it's already bad. There's actually already some spots on the road headed south from my house. Mm -hmm. uh, they've got flood danger signs going and just water across the road already. And oh. they're still, we still got two feet of snow on the ground. Oh my gosh. Did you see the article? I saw it on Fox News. Uh, the school teacher, I think in Florida, um, he, let, he woke up heading to school and a flash flood hit him. And they couldn't find him for three days. He, they just, he didn't show up to school. Wow. And all of a sudden, they found him in a river, like, dead, obviously. Wow. And because he got hit with the flashlight. No. I'm like, that's Florida. Like, we're <laughs> going to be hit with crap like this. I'm like, we got to watch out. I need a big freaking truck. Like, <laughs> nothing will, will stop yeah, me. You'll be just fine. I did not hear about that. No, I've just heard about rivers that are flooding. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Yep. It's really going to be wild. Abby was showing me a chart on the snowpack that the biggest, last time we had this much snow was in, I think, 1985 or something like that. And that year they had the like record-breaking floods. Oh. And yeah. this, it's all going to go down this week or the upcoming couple weeks because, I mean, it's 70 degrees. Yes. It just dumped a bunch and now it's super hot. I'm like, oh. Now the farmers won't be able to farm because it's all flooded. I'm like, it's either a drought or you just got flooded. We still you, don't have food. Sometimes I drive by and there's all these like, oh, I saw in literally a field the other day. I've never seen this in my life. It's a farmer's field and there were pelicans in Logan, Utah in this. I was like, I was what? really confused. I really think, though, they came back north and that's the only water is a flooded farmer's field. Oh I couldn't believe it. Wow. Could not. I about took a picture. <laughs> Crazy. Well, the adventurous winter, and we're so excited for summer. Just some good weather. Like, you see the 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 reel of, and I think of people who have kids. You're like, they'll appreciate it. Where they're they're talking about scheduling, like, hey, let's get together. Well, I can't get get together this weekend because my kids will be sick, 
Hey, but next weekend I should be good. But the following weekend, my kids will be sick again because <laughs> it's every other week they're sick. It's like that is so true. No so, fun. Yeah. But yes, it's bow season. That's what I like to call it. So excited. No, bow season, We I so I busted it out the first time all winter. Um, and last year I increased my poundage on my bow. And I had a, a, it took me probably 30, 45 minutes to really hold my pin. Like I was shaking. I'm like, wow, like I got to get my reps and just my arm lost its fatigue. And then um, like we started at 20 and we worked our way all the way back. But at 20, my grouping was like seven inches. And then at 50, it was at like three inches. It's crazy. And they're like, my buddy was like, what the crap? How are you better farther away? I'm like, I'm just getting reps in. Like it was embarrassing what I just did. So. And I'm just still rocking old faithful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we. <laughs> this is one of these days I'm going to make you buy a bow. Yeah. The we'll day, just buy it together. The day will come. Yeah. The day will come. Yeah, my biggest issue is just uh, getting new arrows, and then I just got to re re-notch my sights again. Okay, well, let's dive into our topic today. So, we're going to go over trucks and cars, but we thought it would be kind of cool to kind of go over our perception, because we feel like people's personality matches so, like, I can guess a person's car when I meet them. And the cool, the, I don't know that it's cool, but a part of first impressions that we get is, in my experience, I'm able to see people buy vehicles every day. That's mm-hmm. what I do. And we sell top of the line, really cool vehicles. Well, we sell all vehicles, anything from 20 to 120. We've got it. And so, for example, the Ford Raptor, uh, third gen Ford Raptor, they're gorgeous vehicles. They're so sick. Uh, market price on them right now is right around a hundred thousand. So you'd be, maybe you'll get some in the mid nineties to the one Oh five ish range. We've sold them all there and we've had the whole spectrum. We have a kid, you have a kid that, you know, daddy's got a lot of money and he just wants a really cool truck to show off to his friends. So it's not necessarily that he likes the truck, but he wants to look cool for his friends. Yeah. He gets that truck. So there's one impression there. Another one. This is one of my favorites, actually. We had this guy call in, and he had a 2015 King Ranch F-150. It was a nice truck. And this guy, if I try to remember right, I believe he was in his late 80s. And he's just like, I'm just looking for a new truck. I want something cool. And my salesmen are like, oh, these are really cool. And send him all the info, send him everything. And I think it ended up being like 99000 bucks. And he's like, let's do it. So this guy bought the Raptor because of its features and he didn't care what other people thought. He bought it because he thinks it's cool. Yeah. And to me, I thought that was way cool. Like, mm-hmm. man, when I'm in my 80s, I hope I can do that. <laughs> Just be like, wow, sick. I feel like a new Ford Raptor today. Let's do it. No, that's like goals. I actually don't hope to be late 80s. I hope I'm good. <laughs> But <laughs> Amen. up until that point, I hope to be rocking just the sickest track or rig. Um, yeah. And you'll come across people who just like telling you like my buddy who every 18 months, he's like, it's time for a new car. I've had it for two years, um, 18 months to, to two years. Um, and he's like, what's the best truck out there? Sweet. That's why I'm driving for the next two years. And, and he even took the approach with the Bronco. 
He ordered. He had the like first editions or whatever. There's only mm-hmm. like three thousand of them or something. Yep. He was part of that first. He got it and he hated it, and he only lasted eight months. He's like, but he's like at the time I thought it would be the dope, like the coolest thing ever. He's like, I just didn't like it. He buys cars. He doesn't care. He's not on social media. He's not on anything. He's just like, I just want the coolest thing that like what I think is the coolest thing. Um, and so I that's. I've kind of watched him because I used to be the kid that was like, I want people to kind of like to look at my car. Like I want people to like think I'm cool. Now I'm like, dude, I need a daily commuter, but I know I can't do like an accord, a new accord. I'm like, there's no way I would survive a month with that. I'm like, I need something with a little more power. And so that's why you hooked, you, you hooked me up with a, uh, an S4. An Audi S4. I'm like, I could daily that. But I was like, I need you to give me a truck for... Because I'm a man with a beard. So yeah. I need a truck. So, it's, it's just... Gorgeous. Yeah. One thing I've been thinking about while we've been talking is... Shoes and cars. So customizable. Yeah. More than almost anything. Yeah. Vehicles are so cool to me because... You can do anything to them. Like... Mm-hmm. Ford F-350. Chris and I's bold dream truck is a Ford F-350. Just gorgeous. I love them so much. With that, you can have a stock one, which drives better than anything. A little rougher because of the suspension, but for a heavy duty, it drives as good as you can. And you can just keep it on its stock chromies and it's, you know, grandpa truck, but it's still cool. Yeah. Or you can... Do a four-inch Carly suspension lift with 37-inch, uh, you know, BF Goodrich KO2s or whatever. I think those are a little soft for the heavy duties. But you can get a nice set of tires and then throw a set of 18-inch method wheels on it. Mm. And you can have the, like, gorgeous. But on top of that, you throw on a shell and then you do a Baja Designs light kit with a big bumper and a winch. And that just shows so much about your personality. And mm-hmm. that's what's cool about the first impressions. And that's why I believe that is an easy sign of when you see somebody, you see what they drive. You know what they're like because they can put their personality into their vehicle. Yeah. You know exact. It's just, you know them. Oh, yeah. For example, I saw earlier today, we saw this pretty cool old Toyota. What was it? The drove by Land Rover. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't Toyota. get it because I was making sure the kids were not in the yeah. street. But like, it was a bunch of teenagers in it. Yeah, it was an old Toyota, and that's what it was cool because mm-hmm. you could tell there was some welded body parts on there, like some body protection. And I immediately thought those kids have a good time. Yes, like, they just got a cool old rig that they can do whatever they want to that thing, and you mm-hmm. just know they're having a good time. Dude, I'm getting Sawyer something to beat on because I think back, I'm like, my dad, my junior year in high school. So I grew up very, very spoiled. I had three different cars for each year of high school. First one was a, was a, Den- a Denali. Um, and second year was I got a brand new Xterra. And this Xterra, I remember the day before we traded it in to buy, to get my next car. Um, we took it up American Fork Canyon and we wanted to get in the back of a snowbird. And my brother was driving a Defender 90. And I remember <laughs> I, we, there was this big boulder and I, we, I couldn't get around it. And my brother was like, just park it down there and just hike up to my, my 
defender. And I'm like, screw that. And I just like gunned it, hit this boulder and bounced over it. And we could smell it. It just smelled so bad. <laughs> and so, and it ran. I mean, we were able to get home and it was a blast. But I think, I'm like, I beat the crap out of that thing. And it was a brand new rig. I'm like, there's no way Sawyer will be like me. And I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm going to get him this old forerunner or whatever that thing was. Old Jeep. I'm like, you're going to just, I'm giving this to you to beat the crap out of. When you're 21, when you, if you go on a mission or graduate college, whatever, I'll buy you a brand new, beautiful car then. So, um, yeah. But when I saw that, I'm like, that is like the perfect teenager car. You just beat the crap out of. Yeah, and it's not that expensive. No. It can go do whatever they want. Well, and he can work on it. Like, yeah. I'm sure they, they put that a cage in there. I'm like, dude, teach him how to weld. Who cares? I don't care what you do to that thing. Absolutely. Great time to spend with your kids, too. Yeah. I think with your son. I spent many hours with my dad growing up working on mainly dirt bikes, mm-hmm. but also cars. I Growing up, I was a lot more in that dirt bike scene and four-wheelers raised uh, side-by-sides weren't really a thing back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really get much into off-roading vehicles until really after my mission, which is, I think it's exciting because they're just a lot bigger and you mm-hmm. got to know how to maneuver them. That's one thing I want to learn more about and teach my kids about mm-hmm. my boys is how to get out of bad situations yes. when you're in one of those. Because if you pimp it all out, that's who you are. You're going to get in a situation. That's yep. how it works. So teach them how to get out of the situation. Really. Yeah, no, I remember my brother. Because you've seen on Instagram the that forerunner. He re- yeah. is restoring. He's turning it into like this Baja racer. Like <laughs> the race uh, with like 650 horsepower. But I remember Crazy. his first one. And um, in Draper, there's Corner Canyon. We used to be able to go off-road it. Now they just these multi-million-dollar houses. But we got stuck. It was me as a nine-year-old. He trespassed on. He was trespassing, but we used to go off-roading on someone's property. Um, and he took his little brother, me, off-roading, and we were stuck up in the mountains. And he, I remember him freaking out. And I'm like, "What's happening? Why aren't we going?" He's like, "Uh." We were stuck in these mud pits, and I remember him getting out, and I couldn't really help much. I was so little, of him grabbing all these branches, and he knew what to do. And I was just like, "We're stuck. We're screwed." And I remember we even saw someone, and he was waving them down, and then they just left. I'm thinking back. I'm like, "What jerks? Like, who <laughs> does that?" But he put all these branches down, and after like 15 minutes, we're out. I'm like, if he didn't know what to do, and he probably got stuck with his friends and they learned that, but uh, now they have those like orange boards. You just throw it under. Traction boards? Yeah. Um, But back then, you just had to throw a bunch of sticks (laughs) down and logs and hope it gripped. Um, And that's what I want Sawyer to learn. Like, same with your kids. Um, Sawyer and Hank, it's uh, my two kids, two boys. Um, Just had to get out of, figure crap out. So. I two stories come to mind that are not very long. Um, I was I had to have been uh, either a junior or senior in high school, and I had a 1995 Jeep Cherokee. It was blue. I remember perfectly. Three inch lift, 
And I wanted to go mudding so bad. And it was a Sunday. And my mom was like, no, we don't go mudding on a Sunday. And I was like, mom, it'll be fine. Let me just take me and Peyton and Aiden, my two youngest brothers. Mm -hmm. And they were pretty small. And so my mom finally let us go. So we went out and we had got stuck in mud. And I was kind of panicked because I don't have a lot of experience getting stuck. I wasn't sure what to do. And my little brothers were too small to push at all. And it really wasn't that big of mud. It was just pretty slick. Yeah. And so what we did was I put Peyton in the driver's seat. And I was like, all right, just floor it. Okay. And when I yelled, he can't see. He's too small. He can't see over the steering wheel or anything. Yeah. So I'm like, hold that steering wheel. You can't see. So just floor it. And when I tell you to stop, hit the brakes. It's this other pedal to the left. Hit it. And uh, I remember I was really worried, but pushed us right out. The other thought that came to mind is back in high school, my buddy had a, I believe it was a 19, it was 1980s Chevy 2500, had like an eight inch lift. This thing was huge. It was so cool. And we took it mudding and we got high centered in the middle of this big puddle. And this was in the middle of a day on like a Wednesday. So nobody's out where we were and we were just high centered. Couldn't do anything. Don't know if you've ever been high centered before. Uh You're screwed. Yeah. You can't do anything. And we waved down this old farmer guy that was driving by. And the only thing he had was a garden hose. And it was like a 10-foot hose. And I, my buddies knew a lot more than I did, so I just kind of stood there. But I remember thinking, how is this going to work? Like, mm-hmm. there's no way this hose is going to work. Keep in mind, this is a, like a 10-foot garden hose. I didn't know garden hoses could stretch. This thing stretched out to like 50 feet. Oh my and I was, I was like, this thing's going to snap and we're all going to die. So I like, yeah. took off running. No, got the old truck out just fine. <laughs> Scariest moment ever. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And that, I think we want our boys to to have experiences, but kind of go back to our topic. It's like, hey, like we want to. If push comes to shove and Sawyer turns sixteen, he's like, I don't want to do any of that. It's like cool. Like what they fit a car that that fits your personality. Yeah, and um, it's funny. Do you see those like videos of like? truck or uh types of truck owners for like the joke <laughs> is like the dodge owner does this and they're like the type of beer that truck owners buy and it's like yeah. it's it's very common knowledge that like a certain type of person buys a dodge yeah beth has a and a, a a friend she married this guy and like i met him I had no idea what he drove, but I was like, you drive a big Dodge truck. <laughs> like, I just knew it. And sure enough, I look in his garage, big red dog truck. That's He's like, I've always had Dodge is the best. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think anyone with a brain knows Dodge is the best. <laughs> like, But they think that. Obviously, a TRX is, is different. You yep. can't... Just because they made one cool truck, it's like, okay. But you can tell I'm not a Dodge person. Um, I mean, they're definitely pretty. I'll give them that. Um, But I'm sure you can you get guys coming into your dealership, and you already know what what truck they want. Yeah, good majority of the time. Yeah. So, and I think it's just I when I was twenty twenty four, I bought a a Tundra, and my sister in law was like, "That does not suit you." whatsoever like you do not look good in the tundra she's like you the type of car you need is that and i had an, a brand new audi a4 like three years before that she's like that was perfect for you 
I remember being kind of insulted. I'm like, I'm a man. He's a car guy. It's, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and now it's like, well, Chris always has a truck. He has a beard. He loves, like, he loves being outside. Like, it's just, you can't picture me without a truck. Yeah. I just simply don't fit in anything that's not a truck. I will say, I do have a moral dilemma, though, because I've always been a Ford guy. We've always been Ford guys. But these new 2024 model GMCs and Chevys mm. are one of the most beautiful things <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, as far as cars oh, go. Oh, man. I think I need one. Um, as soon you just sent me a video. I've not even been in one. You sent me a video, and I was like, "How much I'll buy it?" Like, it's, yep. right now, the only ones that have the new interior is the fifteen hundreds, which are cool. I yeah. like them, but when they go into the heavy duty, I it's just going to change the game. Yes, in my opinion, like it is. I don't know why it took them so long. Like how it's so obvious that that is just. In my opinion, GMC was charging the same as Ford. And I'm like, how do you, who buys this? Like, what? It, yeah, the exteriors, it's a beautiful truck. It looks awesome, but it doesn't ride as well. And the interior is so outdated. Like, I've always felt like that. That's always been the case. Where Ford was always like one generation ahead, mm-hmm. where their interiors are just different. Yeah. And you had that Tundra I drove. I'm like, yeah, the problem is, like, I'm just not wild. I just, I, had a second gen Raptor. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's nice. People love it. I'm like, but they're still behind the second gen Raptor and there's a third gen Raptor out there. So obviously there's a huge price difference. Yeah. But now that GMC, I mean, they've been charging so much. Now they can back it up. They're so beautiful. They are. It's a man's truck. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Yeah. So as far as vehicles go that we currently drive, I'm in a pretty unique spot have been for the past four years i'm able to drive dealer vehicles so i actually don't own a personal vehicle i did for a very short amount of time uh about two months it was a i got it in december of 2021 it was a 2022 ford f-350 lariat ultimate i did a lift on at 37 inch tires i did 22 inch wheels which was a little controversial with my friends uh because it's not as off-roady of wheel but as far as looks goes I thought it was gorgeous. And to be honest, supply and demand, they only had 22s in stock. And so that's what I got. I thought they looked good though. But right now, if I were to buy my dream truck in the next 12 months, I think I'd have to go with the new GMC. Yeah. Um, If I can get my hands on one. Because I don't know if I can because the new interior, you can't even, they opened order banks from my understanding for a minute. Mm -hmm. So you could but you can't order them anymore. So who knows when you can actually get one. Well, and you're always going to have one problem with your rigs. And do you know what that is? Tell me. You're going to order this beautiful truck or it's going to come <laughs> I know to where you're going. And then you're like, wait, this guy's going to pay me 10 grand more than what I bought it for. Yeah. Here, have it. Yep. That's exactly what happened to my last one. Yeah. I bought this truck and I was so excited about it. It was the first purchase I'd made in about two years for a vehicle, and this thing was gorgeous. Uh, yes. It really was just amazing. And if you've driven different vehicles on the daily, like I have the opportunity to do, you kind of get sick of it after a while. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I love being able to pick keys to anything I want. I want to take a Bronco tonight, great. I want to take an F-350 tonight, great. But the problem with that is I've got to carry my stuff everywhere. Yeah. I got a backpack. I can't leave my sunglasses in my vehicle. You know? Dude, I had to buy 
two sets of Ray-Bans. Because <laughs> my wife's like, you're a snob with sunglasses. I'm like, you're 100% correct. Um, I had to buy two to put in my wife's car and my car. So I don't even know how you've done that. Yeah. Because I'm like, they stay in my car. They never leave. Yeah. You get used to it, but it gets to a point where it's like, oh, it's just annoying. You know, I live with my backpack because yeah. it's got everything in it. And so I just move it from vehicle to vehicle to vehicle. And just the, having your own, there's just something about that. As we talked about earlier, you can dump your personality into it. Yep. And spend as much money as you want on one, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I had mine for two months. And then this was peak market, though. Like, yeah. crazy market and uh i got a wholesale offer for crazy money and i just couldn't say no so that's the only personal vehicle i've rocked and what i would do moving forward is probably just try and get my hands on one of those new gms they are and i know i couldn't because i for me so i just sold that you just sold my raptor Mm -hmm. um second gen second gorgeous truck it was awesome. And I bought it 18 months ago. Can you believe it's on two years? That's insane, actually. Oh, weird. Um, and and, I, and I, I bought it for my dad. He was leaving on an LDS mission, and he was going to sell it. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to buy one. Like, sweet, sell it to me. Um, and so I have loved it, except for the fact that we, we go camping like three times a year. And I hated it. Because we tow a trailer, and it is literally the worst thing ever to tow. It is just, like, I'd rather tow with the Explorer. I stand on the back of a Raptor, and it sags. It sags. <laughs> and I'm like, what the trash? And ever since I've driven your F-350, I've wanted an F-350. Um, but we bought our house uh, beginning of this year, and I have a 30-minute commute. 29 of those minutes are freeway. And so I'm like, I just can't, I just, Raptor just doesn't do it. And I'm kind of over it. Like I, let's get me into something different. So I found an S4, an Audi S4. Um, and I had a, an A4 a decade ago and I loved it. Like I did love it. It was weak. And that's why I'm like this time around, dude, give me an A4. It's beautiful interior. The S4. Oh dude, it's awesome. It has like the cross stitching and the, like, I don't. I can't un, um, express this enough to like car brand like for people like the little details I really don't think are that much more expensive to Audi or Ford. Yeah. And Ford does this too. It's the little details just go so far. And these these seats are just like yeah they did a different color for the cross stitching and I'm like yeah but it looks unreal. And, um, and so I have that and then I have you looking for an F350 for me. But I do want to correct you on one thing. You said our number one car is hands on an F three fifty. Yeah. Do you know what the, it's like? That's like one A. Do you know what one B is? For you, I'm pretty confident it's for both of us. Porsche. No. For a car. <laughs> for a truck. Oh, it's for a truck. F four fifty flatbed. Okay, I want. Come on. An F four fifty platinum dually. <laughs> Almost more than anything. <laughs> oh, dude. But they're not out there. And I'm like, these are the sickest things ever. Oh, man. Oh, they're so All sick. of my friends make fun of me so bad. Because growing up, I grew up in a pretty small town. By no means was I like a farmer, though. <laughs> yeah. No idea. Like, I know how to, you know, I know how to use a trailer and such. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a lot of experience in it. So my friends make fun of me all the time for this. 
not as much anymore, but like two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I always told them, yeah, dude, I'm going to get an F-450 dually. And they're like, why? What are you going to tow him? Like my dirt bike? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can tow that with literally anything. Uh-huh. But I just love them so much. But not just a stock one. All right. You got to picture this. F-450 dually with like a four-inch lift, 37-inch tires. Like uh-huh. just a beast. You can't even. And duallys are already wide. And then you get some offset on that as well. You can't even keep it in the lane. It's so wide. Yes. But it's so sick. Yep. And I'm like, that would be... I'm, I would love it. Like, because it's, <laughs> it's just such a beast. And, and when you first told me, I was like, that's stupid. But now I'm like, oh, dude, I'd rock that. Yeah. Like, but Absolutely. obviously, top five cars for me, it Porsches takes up the other three. So you have a lot more car experience than I do. Mm-hmm. So I've never been a car guy ever. So, I yes, I do want a Porsche. Just more of a truck guy, though. But, yeah. Cars are cool. Cars are, I mean, my ideal setup is you have an F350. You have your whatever you drive to work. And then you have a Porsche Turbo S. Yeah. Because I don't, like, yes, they are one of the most beautiful cars ever. People just don't realize for 250 300,000, you can buy a car that will keep up 0 to 100 with a Bugatti. Crazy. Like 0 to 60 in 2.4 seconds. Like, I mean, I guess Bugattis are like a 2-1. But still, I mean, you're talking about a $2.5 million car to a 300,000. Like Fraction of the price. Fraction. And you look at it and you're like, oh, that's a cool Carrera. It's like, oh. Like, people don't know that. How, like... I remember my, when my dad got a gen of his Porsche Turbo S um, 2014 when they they beefed it up and it was like a 2.5060, and he came in and I was so excited. I'm like, dude, how is it? And he's like, that's way too fast. And he was like shaking. I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, like, like that scared the crap out of me. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Like, Let's go. It's like. And you, I think it's the, just the perfect third car. Like, and yep. that is, unlike my brother who has a bunch of cars, like I only need three cars and I'm going to hit every single category. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. For me, if I had the garage, probably, obviously, F450 Dually. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Slash just a heavy duty truck that yeah. will do anything for me. Um, I need a motorcycle. Yeah, I'm a motorcycle guy. Have been forever. Which has changed. It's always been the Harley Street Glide or the Road Glide. Mm-hmm. I've switched it down because I've had one of those. They're awesome if you're literally commuting on it every day forever. Yeah. And just driving it was cool, but I think I want one that's just more sporty. Like yeah. the bike I'm on right now is a, the one I want right now, uh, Street Bob. They're oh, yeah. sick. Yeah. And you can just do custom stuff to make them look cool. That So that F350 slash heavy duty uh, motorcycle. For a car, I don't know. I just still don't know too much about them. Yeah. But I know you love Porsches, and you didn't when I like kind of introduced. I, I did not. I thought they were just not that cool. Was it? <laughs> did I give you a ride in that Turbo S Tech Art? No, I, I've what? actually I never ridden in the Porsche. When okay. we were in St. George, we had the Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, four eight eight Pista. That was that was cool. Very cool. I've yet to ride in a Porsche. 
Oh man, Believe and then that's more motivation to, for me to buy one. <laughs> but there's just something about it, and you, I mean, you talk to my brother who, I mean, has a car collection unlike any other, and he will tell you why you will drive every day, and that's a portion turbo s very cool he won't even get the gt3 rs anymore and it's the one that's setting all the times yeah is because he's like dude i can't drive that for very long like turbo s is dude, i could drive that all day long and that's why i think it's just the perfect sports car yeah they're so. just good looking yeah and if you in that i'm just gonna make a quick comment about personalities and sports cars is generally speaking if someone comes to me with an argument about Corvettes, I immediately think they're they're idiotic. I'm like, you don't know anything about cars. Then it's like, if you think they're cool looking, cool. That's your opinion. If you even bring up horsepower, you bring up anything, dude. A Porsche will destroy you. Like, there's no competition. If you're like, oh, factor in the price tag, I'm like, cool. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just it's just a better car. Yeah. You even look at. Like they're, you even look at the price of a, um, a GT4 RS Porsche. You're talking about 150 grand, so um, which is basically brand new Corvette. Yeah, it, it was C8. Yeah, you're like a hundred. A hundred okay. for a C8. Yeah, take it out to the track, and that GT4 RS will literally do laps around it, <laughs> and that's an entry model Porsche. Like it's <laughs> it's like the track version of an entry model Cayman. Hard to even put it in the same cat when you put it like that. Uh-huh. It's hard to put it in the same category. Oh yeah, dude. It's and all those guys out there, they like getting these RSs and then like sending them over to get tuned and drop another hundred grand into it, and it's one of the fastest things on the on the track. So it's a whole different world. But I I do judge people when they pull up in a Camaro or a Corvette, Mustang, any American, baby. any American sports car. I'm like, dude, it's not a sports car. I will say I have recently had a, I don't know if I call it a want, of an older muscle car. Yes. Like oh, yeah. an old, like, everybody everybody talks about like a 68 Fastback. Not a big fan of that. I'm more thinking like an old Challenger or something. Be Just like mean. Like you, the thing starts up and you can feel it rumble. Yes. You know? And it's... You don't buy that because you're like, I'm going to haul it. No, you buy it for that. <laughs> like when you sit on a Harley, that that, yep. vi- that vibrate between oh, the legs. Oh, yeah. Dude, you start that those old Mustangs or any of those old muscle cars, and they are just pure sexy. Oh. Like I will give them that. My brother has an old 65 uh, Mustang, and it is hot. <laughs> but he, all he does is just burn out. <laughs> He's just in his neighborhood burning out. I'm like, that's all you can do. <laughs> so. Yeah. So much fun. But going to wrap it up here. Um, really excited to finish up episode two. Yeah. Looking forward to the future. Again, trying to get these done about once a month. And uh, going to yeah, be fun. Our, our next one should be like uh, bow hunting or hunting in general. Yeah. 100%. So, it start up for the summer. So. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. And talk to you soon. Yep. See ya.